To Cannabis on WNHH.FM, broadcasting on Sound Haven. We're also streaming live video on TuneIn. We're also streaming live on TuneIn Radio at NewHavenIndependent.org. We're streaming live video on Facebook.com. Just go to your Facebook page slash New Haven or Green Haven Media. Look us up, hit C first, like our page. And you can catch all the great content we got coming out here with WNHH. Well, Lou, good afternoon, How's it going, brother. Happy President's Day. Happy well, President's Day. I'm sitting Day. here with no power. No power, Joe. <laughs> Puerto Rico. No power. The power went out on the island. I'm working off my hotspot. That's right. Look at you, Joe. Audio is terrible. So I may have to switch to the phone. You might have to switch to the phone for today, my good brother. We'll see. We're, we are doing a good, well, you know, that's part of living the island life because you're just in, you know, copyright infringement. Island boy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, oh, man. I, mean, I don't know if you can hear my quality of audio or not. Yep, it's rough, but Joe. I'm hearing you uh, it's all right. You got a rough one going. It's all right. All right. You're, uh, you know, you're, you're dealing with it, Joe. It's okay. We just got, so Connecticut has medicinal home grow. So if you are a medical patient, you can actually grow some bud. We just, I uh, just got a little bit here of uh, the one little plant that we had there. So grow your, grow your own and you can get yourself a little jar and do things. So that's uh, some apple fritters. Was from one of my three plants, so you know nice. that's what we do. Joe, you're coming over on your phone, right? Yep. Very nice, Joe. Yeah. There's Joe. There we go. All right, I'm going to sign out on this one. Is that better? You're in there, Joe. We love you. Oh, but you know what? We appreciate you, Joe, and you know we'll always make sure as you go in and out, we'll keep doing the dope, the, the the thing moving forward. <laughs> um, that's the technical difficulties that happen, but we're super excited about today's show. We really have. Uh, right. here some, I'm here. I'm in. You're here. You're back, Joe. It's all good. But as I was saying, we're really excited about today's show because we'll go into our review of what we have getting ready for this week events. Then we're going to be able to talk to some people who are hosting some events and doing some private parties, 
We're really excited about what we got going on. Um, so how was your weekend, Joe? How was your weekend cannabis? Very good. I had a nice weekend. Everything went well. I, I went to the beach. I enjoyed myself. Uh, I can't complain. Very happy to be working on some new stuff with Green Haven Media. And uh, just dealing with uh, life on the island, getting ready to come back and visit Connecticut very soon. And so you're soon. coming over for one of the bigger events that's going to be happening, the the um, NECAN event, if I'm not wrong. Right, Joe? Yeah, I'm hoping to come for that and stay for 420. So that's we'll right, brother. It goes on. That's right. So what, what we're going to do is class. what happened? Oh, this yeah, weekend, man, we had an amazing class. I want to thank everybody who came out to the class. You know, that Greenhaven Media sponsored our infusion course. Um, we Boy, did we have a good time. Uh, there was about 15 people there, Joe, um, that really got to learn the in and outs of basic infusion. Some people were talking about some of the things they had planned to do, which was really awesome. It was uh, very warming to see everybody come together. This was a whole new crew from a whole new avenue of people. And it was um, it was really awesome to, to get this nice eclectic mix of individuals. You know, um, our shop was really busy during the day actually. So we had people coming in and out. The students got to meet new, got to meet established vendors, got to meet people who are doing things in the field already. It was pretty awesome. But as we continue to talk about events and more things going on, um, Isaiah, we have Isaiah here as well. So let's introduce Isaiah again. again. Hey, Isaiah. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm very, very good. So tell us a little bit about what um, you have, you went, you were doing this weekend. So this weekend, we got to go see, we got to go to Kill a Smoke Fest. They gave us the goodie bag for our cooking class that we had on Saturday, which was awesome. But Kill a Smoke Fest did this really cool, creepy Valentine party. It was like Halloween. They had like these big inflatable, like this big inflatable dragon, and they had really good food there. And it was really fun. It was, you know, I, I like to look at it more as a humble gathering than than anything else. So it was... It was just that. It was a humble gathering. We had fun. Um, good music, good food. Can't complain. And Saturday, we did not get to go to the High Bazaar, um, but they did a – there was a really bad apartment fire in Hamden. So they did collect new clothing and socks and uh, lightly used clothing for the people who were affected by the fires. So that was also a really good thing that happened this weekend. <clears throat> very very cool very yes, cool the community definitely came together the cannabis community definitely came together to help out which was really great but and, it, and yes moving into this week we actually have some new um private parties and sessions opening up that are really fun and we reached out to them and asked them if they want to come on the calendar and we're just giving them a shout so we have a new a new event that we have uh we have the connoisseurs market that's happening again for the this coming Wednesday. So you okay. can find that on Terrapin Terpene Events or Divinely Infused through Aaron Doolittle. Um, okay. We have the Jungle Sesh on Thursday, which is, okay. we've promoted that one before, but they're gaining traction and they're, they're having a lot of fun. So that one is also a really good, fun one to go to. Um, but a new one on Saturdays is the Care Gang. 
Okay. And I just want to get it right. So it's Saturday, February 26th, 6 to 9. You can um, contact them on Instagram at Caregang for Life. And what they do, which is really cool, which I haven't seen any other event do, they make, they don't make you, but they ask you to vote on the vendors. And the oh, vendors okay. with the highest voted ratings get to come back. So they're making it very, they're involving the community in a new way. So I really enjoy that. I think that's really cool. Um, that's good. And then we have our usuals, PVS, Paper City Social, uh, Kill a Smoke Fest, Fest this Friday is doing a cannabis carnival. So they're doing something new and fun. Uh, they'll also be on Sunday, like they usually are. And we have one other new event on here, uh, Friday, uh, February the Vibes on Friday, February 25th. Uh, that is in North Haven. So that is going to be live entertainment, um, vendors, food. It's supposed to be really fun, and you could contact them. You could find their Instagram handle on the page, but that's uh, that's local. That's in North Haven, so I might actually go to that and see what's going on. And Sunday, we have another new event called Bomb Pack. It's their first sesh, and uh, we're hoping that it goes really good for them. And that is that is another new one that we're going to most likely go to and do a little review and see see what's going on up that way. So very, very cool. So that's yeah, going to so be this week. A lot and, of um, There is, I believe, possibility. We'll talk to Joe Raymond later on in the show of an event this weekend over at the cellar. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, but I wanted to talk to Joe first and we'll promote that with him. But yeah, all right, Isaiah. So we'll see you out there. Out yes, in the field, we got a probably bunch of new smoke. people that we're promoting. So it's really fun, Joe. A lot of a lot of new events are coming out of the the woodwork, and they're all very happy to be working in conjunction with us. So very right. happy that it's all happening. Very cool. And we got our regular shows this week: Cannabis Policy Watch, Still Toking, and To Be Blunt with PZ, uh, all this week. So great, Isaiah. Thank PZ you so actually much. came want... to the cooking show, Joe. It was awesome. I heard. Yes, yeah. I heard. All right. We got to get on to the next guest. Isaiah, thank you so much. We'll see you out there, and we'll see you next week. Joe, I'll see you soon. Go dip your feet in the water for me. I will. All right. Let's bring Lou back on. Okay. So right now we're going to bring on Mr. Nelson Guerrero. And he is now of Urban Grow. He works as an account executive. He's a bilingual Ecuadorian-American known best in the cannabis industry as a co-founder and executive director of the Cannabis Cultural Association. After educating his traditional Latin family about cannabis use, Guerrero works through the CCA to end the stigmas around cannabis by educating all people in both English and Spanish about the benefits that the plan offers. The CCA achieved a 501c3 nonprofit status in 2017 and among other things, emphasizes criminal justice reform, promotes access to medical cannabis, and advocates legalization for adult use of cannabis. CCA was one of the main plaintiffs in Washington versus Barr in 2019 and Washington versus Sessions originally in 2017. The revolutionary case that changed the constitutionality of the Controlled Substance Acts. Nelson's a graduate of the City University of New York Lehman College, and he co-founded the biomedical company Nanotechnostics, Inc., upon completing his degree. That company won the People's Choice Awards at the New York State Business Plan Competition and was accepted 
into the L.A. Comics Accelerator. He was also the vice chairman of the National Cannabis Industry Association's Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee, and he has been a featured speaker at forums including Cannabis World Congress and Business Expo, the National Cannabis Festival, and the New York City Cannabis Parade and Can-America Conference. Recently, Nelson Grow accepted a full-time role with Urban Grow as an account executive, and Urban Grow is a publicly traded company that is fully integrated with architecture, engineering, and cultivation systems. Integration is an integration company serving the commercial cannabis and food-focused controlled environment CEA sectors. Nelson, thank you for joining us. Always nice to see your face. We got Uncle Lou here on the line. What's What's up, brother? How's it going? Good, sir. Yes, sir. Enjoying the sunshine state. Oh, yeah, you're down in Florida. I'm down in Puerto Rico. Oh, right on. My happy yeah. to visit you guys. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So Nelson, tell us a little bit about. I know you and I and Lou, we've all pretty much met through when you were with the Cannabis Cultural Association, and obviously things have evolved from that. But I know you did a lot of good work for them, and and they are still doing good work, I believe, in the industry yeah. in New York. Am I correct? Of course. Yeah. No, we're still still pretty active in the tri-state. Uh, some things definitely in the works that I'll be able to announce in the next couple of months with CCA. So, yeah, no, still doing that good work, still educating the folks. And uh, like you've seen, our tri-state's finally moving in the right direction. Finally, finally, we all get, you know, we finally got what we wanted, right? And it, yeah. uh, now it's time to put all the great plans that we had into action, you know? Yeah, and you guys beat us yeah. in Connecticut. <laughs> Yeah, we did be. We're going to get sales in before you too, but you know that's a, that is definitely a change for once because New York usually beats Connecticut to the punch and everything. But yeah, you know, I guess uh, the 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 corporate money was uh, bigger in Connecticut. Who knows? But anyway, <laughs> so now. Now you've moved on. You've moved from New York. Now are you permanently ro- located in uh, Florida? Yeah, so with Urban Grow, I'm uh, I'm currently uh, in charge of the Southeast in Puerto Rico. So from Florida to D.C. and Puerto Rico, and then obviously all South America as well, since I'm a Spanish speaker. So I got some deals in Mexico, Colombia, hopefully Ecuador in the works soon. Wow. So where tell us a little bit about what the company does. I mean, it sounds like it's it's a multi-state operation. Yeah. Um. What is what is the focus of the company? Uh, you know, so it's uh, what I've always wanted to do is we're selling shovels over here. We're not touching the plant, but we're very much involved with it. Now, Urban Grow provides all the design plans from architectural, structural engineering, um, mechanical, plumbing, uh, everything to fully create fully automated turnkey systems. Uh, with that, we also provide, you know, some pretty good deals when it comes to lighting and equipment since we work with a lot of different operators and, and, all, and all the major states that are currently operating at the moment. So basically you would come in, like, let's say somebody got a license in one of the states that you cover and, but they, they don't really want to build it. They want to have it all done at once. They want to have one company do it, come in, design the whole place for them, work with them on what would be best for their location and where, you know, the the climate that they're in, whatever. Um, And, and you're setting up basically grow facilities. They come in, you're a one-stop shop and, 
and then that's it. They hire you for that, and then you move on to the next project. And you, yep. you do maintenance along the way? Of course, yeah. We have something called a grow protection plan um, and something called grow care. So throughout the process, you know, for certain clients that want that maintenance, uh, we'll have somebody consistently monitoring their grow. I mean, with some of these newer, uh, more high-tech grows, they have sensors in every plant. So, you know, there are plant scientists can see, you know, if one degree fell short in a certain room to make sure, you know, a bulb gets fixed or that temperature gets regulated to the, the appropriate level. So, no. yeah, so it's, it's really, uh, it's pretty incredible what the type of stuff they're doing here. Really high-tech stuff. Sounds yeah. great. Now, now, does it, now, like, let's say in Connecticut, we have these micro-grow licenses. Well, let's say somebody has enough money and they're able to get two or three of them. They have like a good five, six, 10,000 square foot room. Do you only work large rooms or can you help people like say some of these craft micro cultivators develop a smaller room as well? Uh, well, you know, we, we work with all kinds of cultivators. I mean, typically our, our typical client is anywhere between 5,000 square feet for like the smallest grow that we'll work with all the way up to some of these larger corporations who are, have like 100,000, 8,000 square foot grows. But, you know, even with some of the larger ones that like uh, the, some of them I'm currently working with in Mississippi that just, uh, Mississippi just passed medical, you know, they have medical, these large yeah. facilities, but they're, they're phasing it in, you know, 10,000 square feet at a time. Now, obviously they want to gauge the market, uh, right, but that's right, how typically right. a lot of these projects work. You know, people are phasing into the most important part, you know, building that canopy. So they got their grow veg, mother rooms. And then obviously right. if they have the budget for it, We'll have, you know, the extraction rooms, et cetera. But it's also just really coming down to building that building so that way you have the ability to expand later on. So even though you don't put in the multi-million dollar HVAC system at, at the beginning, you know, you put in that one, two units. So when you do need to get that that larger HVAC need, it's as simple as just plopping a couple of units on your roof or a couple more units outside. Right, right. And you'll make it easy, easier, easier for them to do that. Yeah. That's pretty – now – this just question just popped in my mind. How about sustainable rooms? Is is there have you looked into like solar solar powered rooms and things like that? More more sustainability uh, in a grow. Sure, you know we is definitely that have some. That... Yeah, no, we definitely have some clients out in the Midwest who are using solar to help generate their grow. What we've seen a lot of now is a uh, natural gas powered HVAC systems. Uh, which that way with the, you know, the giant motors. So the, the leftover carb, leftover heat and carbon are being used to help heat certain rooms or put in, they also have like a chiller mechanism to help cool down different rooms. So the type right. of stuff that I've got, I've gotten experience here since starting here is, 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 is incredible. Like seeing the different types of manufacturers, you know, pivoting what they've been doing for, you know, other spaces now focusing on cannabis and the control of the environment agriculture space pretty incredible because you know energy efficiency is huge you know like our friends right. up uh, up north in massachusetts you know they have a 30 watt limit so that you know there are people are trying to come up with different types of ways to save energy and make make this as green as possible right because if, like, we're talking about something that's green we might as well be green and try to lead the way uh in that in that in that area you know i mean i think that's important and key especially in a state like Florida where you are, but I know it's pretty highly regulated down there too, right? Very highly regulated. You know, there's, you know, there were some greenhouses going before, but you know, one of the things with Florida is there's no state mandatory testing. 
So there's, uh, you know, what I've seen from a lot of patients here is that there's a wide range in product quality and product consistency. So, you know, hopefully as Florida moves towards adult use, uh, we'll hopefully see some more regulation when it comes to the product, but also obviously keeping room for those craft growers who are, who are growing some real premium stuff that's, <laughs> that's even beaten some of the stuff in the current dispensaries. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I see the the landscape down in Florida is is pretty mixed, but it's a lot of MSOs, and yeah, and you know done. we know that's kind of a little bit you know you know enough said you know, so they get away with a little bit more than especially with the testing uh, the way it is down there, but it's good to see. So now you I saw you said you're working down here in Puerto Rico, which um this but which this which uh cultivation you know, companies do you work with down here? Well, I'm, I haven't uh, actually engaged in any Puerto Rico projects directly. I know it's the region that I cover. So uh, hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks, I'll be, I'll have some uh, Puerto Rico clients I'm working with. I have some feelers out there, but no one, nothing concrete yet. Oh, very, very cool. I may have somebody I can hook you up with down here who does a lot awesome. of the same stuff. Yeah. yeah I know Puerto Rico has a, has, a, has a lot of power issues. Uh, I know like uh, I, I was speaking with a couple of growers <laughs> saying that, Saying that, like, hey, I'm waiting for my, you know, generator to come from Germany. So just in case I do get this grow ever going, <laughs> I don't have any issues. Let me tell you, right now I have no power here in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> it went out about an hour before the show, and I'm like, oh man, I got to do the show from my phone. And it's oh. like, you know, yes. So yes, I do know about those power issues. They happen, and it's the whole. It's I'm on Vieques, so oh, it's nice. uh, it's. Yeah, but the whole island is out. <laughs> so we don't even know what. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to imagine so, for yeah. some of these growers, they you know they don't want to lose that that any you know, time is money and and those rooms getting a little too hot, a little too cold is gonna be you know kiss of death for some of these growers. So right. I know right. a, a lot of our guys are are waiting on these generator deliveries before they even start doing any of their next steps. Right. Right. And Puerto Rico is pretty, uh, you know, my experience with their medical program is pretty good. They, the yeah. quality of flower here is is very good. And uh, I know they have some licenses opening. And so, uh, you know, they keep expanding. So that's a good thing down here. So I'm sure you'll do well. Now, yeah. let, now let me ask you, do you guys do grows like now with New York, New Jersey and Connecticut? You also have representatives up in that area too, because obviously oh, yeah. a lot of yeah, good. Oh yeah, good, no, good. We're, we're we're all over the nation. You know, there's a, there's about five account execs, so they divide up the U.S. pretty well. And since I'm the, the only Spanish speaker at the moment, uh, I get all South America as well. Oh well, hey, that's and that's another emerging market. Um, now I know, I know we're talking Colombia, right? That's a Columbia, pretty, a pretty Columbia, Mex, Mexico, uh, Uruguay, uh, Ecuador is passing their uh, new rules and regs for growing. They had like a, a limited grow uh, experimental period, but now they're actually going to open it up. It's looking like, uh, fortunately, they're pushing more towards the CEA space for the medical portion, at least. You know, they don't want medical being grown outdoors. Uh, yeah, right. right. Ma- 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 makes sense. Um, but obviously, they're also going to start pushing hemp a lot more. Uh, coming into this year now with the, with the new president in place. Yeah. And, and, and that's, a, you've just brought something up. Good. You can also do indoor hemp grows too, with your same yep. technology, correct? Yeah. hundred percent. 
Yeah, you can do, definitely do it. Uh, a lot of our, our, our southern clients who are now transitioning to medical cannabis, some of them have also been doing hemp uh, indoor. Right. Yeah. Right. And and for my money, I, I believe hemp is is really the going to be the, the big emerging market only oh, yeah. because of the industrial uses. I just saw something about hemp rebar now. Like they're like making yes. their, it's wild. Yeah, hemp rebar that they say is stronger than the metal ones they use. Yeah. And we and we already know hemp crete is stronger than concrete. So, you know, it's only a matter of time, I think, before that industry really, really comes into its own. And I think, you know, with the, all the legalization, we're almost at we're over are we close to halfway? Fifty percent percent on medical. Yeah. On we- medical, but not quite yet on rec. On rec, we're like 20, no, a little under 20%, maybe 20% at this point, uh, or right around there. But medical is definitely pushed pushed the right way. And then, you know, hemp, I think, for the most part, is most of the country at this point, excluding a few states like (laughs) Texas still, still not hemp, and I think Idaho. (laughs) Crazy. They could grow a ton of it, too. (laughs) Exactly. They could grow a ton of it. They could be making oil from hemp out there in Texas, but that's yeah. probably what's holding it back. <laughs> so, <laughs> most definitely. And some Flintstones in office over there as well. So they got some old folks. So, uh, folks have been there just a smidge too long at this point. <laughs> there's a yeah. lot of there's a lot of the government that's been in the government a little too long, and as as we're seeing more progressive states uh, do new elections and kind of get the, get new people in office. That's where we're starting to see our change. You know what I mean? So here's your, here's our direct call to action for anybody listening. Make sure you take civic, civic engagement, you know, do something, try to affect your laws, push forward. That's, that's what, if you get one message today, civic engagement, it is, is that other than that, how do you see, the culture of cannabis exploring, uh, exploding in the South. You know, you're representing a lot of new companies that are opening up. Are you seeing a big expansion oh, in, yeah. in cultivation sizes over 5,000 square foot? Yeah, no, I mean, at this point, the, the smallest one I've dealt with at this point is 10,000 square feet. Uh, and it's just like, you know, it's different states like Mississippi, I'll bring it back again. You know, there is no uh, cultivation limits uh, as far as licenses. There's no caps. Uh, when you're licensed, the way that their program is looking, it's uh, your license is based off the square footage of canopy. So we got people doing anywhere between 5,000 to 30,000 square foot. But it's really going to be interesting to see, you know, how the market does when you have these big cultivation programs, like similar to Oklahoma, but then you don't have such a big client base because of the lack of medical cards. And then you're also prohibiting flour. So you're, you're, you know, you're not selling dry herb, you're selling, you know, manufactured products. So it's going to be very interesting to see how these how these rollouts go, but I think it's all pushing towards the right direction where federal needs to happen. So big growing states like in the South, like Mississippi, South Carolina, is supposed to go online later this year, will be able to produce that high quality product and ship it over state lines to really make those those margins. Yeah, that'll That's be awesome. a game changer once we can ship it over state lines. That'll be a game yeah. changer for everybody. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so for our north, our friends up north, we only have one growth cycle. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. it's rough it's well, really they'll rough you know it. they'll be importing it yeah definitely i mean it's really it comes down to the county levels i know what we just said you know civic games is huge 
you know, the, the way that Mississippi doing it's county by county. At this point, there's only been less than a handful of counties opted out because they see the real potential and opportunity for, for the communities down there, you know, the jobs and the revenue it's going to bring in. Right, right, exactly. And, you know, I think, again, people are going to see the revenue it brings in, and you'll see other states coming online or changing their regulations, you know, just as we saw New York do, you know, they didn't do flour at first, then eventually they gave in, and, yeah. you know, it, it'll New, York's all got, New York's got its own issues at the county level, though, because you got some major counties like Westchester County, who's at almost 80% opt-out, so... Really? Yeah, so that's like the biggest county outside of the closest to the city opting out over 80%. Uh, we got cities up in the north, same thing, that are opting out in a similar way. You know, we've given a lot of power to these counties, so that's why city engagement is huge to make sure that the, your county doesn't opt out. So there are these opportunities to have a dispensary, have a cultivation, you know? Yeah, and that's what I think Lou means by getting involved on the civic level, because you have to be aware of when these hearings are taking place because they take place, you know, literally at the town hall and you have to be aware and speak up because I think Connecticut just hit like 40% of, um, you know, banning. Yeah. In, in cities. Joe, so we got to pay the bills, Joe. It's sorry All about right. that. Joe, the chance to pay the bills. Good search. One thirty. All right, you're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook and on Green Haven Radio. Just go to your Facebook page, look us up, and you can hit see first and see all the great programming we have here on WNHH. So, Nelson... How do we? How does one get a hold of you or Urban Grow if they're interested in, a, you know, obtaining the services, especially up, at, you know, in our area? How do we yeah. get a hold of you? And uh, you know, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, so, so my email. I'm literally on my phone 24 seven these days. Uh, Nelson Guerrero at Urban Grow G R O dot com. Uh, shoot me a line. I'll get you in touch with whoever's in your area. And, you know, we got a lot of buying power. So if you're looking just for, if you're not just looking for design, you're just looking for equipment, you have an architect, just need the engineering. Now we're a full key turnkey solution. So we're ready to help in any way we can with the, with our friends up in the Northeast and everywhere else in the country that's uh, going green. And I know that if you decided to work for them, that they are a good company with integrity. I just oh, yeah. know because yeah. of the type of person you are, if you decided to cut, you know, I definitely can recommend them. Yeah, no, this has been, uh, honestly, like I've worked for other cannabis companies in the past, you know, I've done consulting in the past, but, you know, working with Urban Grow has really just been a blessing. Just the way that they're just trying to build everything out, really creating that turnkey solution, really trying to just help out our clients, no matter what size they are, you know, provide the best product for, for you know, for their consumers. Right, exactly. And so we I got Joe Raymond coming on. Nice. Joe's coming on? Hell yeah. We got Joe Raymond coming on next. Oh God. If you want to hang up? out and uh, and say hello, we're going to talk about a few <laughs> things that are going on here in Connecticut. And check out Nelson at Urban-Grow. And, uh, and, you, and if you need to get in touch with him, he gave out his email before. Joe Raymond, I see this clouds. Are you in the clouds? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we're definitely we're definitely in the clouds today. 
Uh, wow, look at that. You're on the roof somewhere. Um, no, we so, got Nelson hey, there. He's, he's, uh, so last last time I well, uh last time I saw Nelson, I believe, was in DC uh for a MCBA event about two years ago. How you been, bud? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Love what you're doing in Connecticut. Keep up the good fight there, man. I can't next time I'm in the Northeast, I definitely gotta come and check out your event. Well, that yeah, looks definitely. like a great time. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely a great time, and we're uh, we're working to uh, put a permanent home there in Hamden. Oh, yeah. Day, so. That's where we're um, But, yeah, so, but it's been crazy. It has been. Yes. Uh, so, uh, um, you know. You must be uh, a little bit like Joe Rogan right now, Joe. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to, you know, they, they try to throttle what I'm saying or what I'm doing on my social media. I was talked to by a couple different people, you know, going forward with the high bazaar until we, uh, until we, they, they would like us like to see us permitted. And they're saying that, you know, um, that, you know, if, if zoned properly, they, the town administration will work with us to, you know, go into a spot with, you know, enough space for, several vendors indoor and, and, and furthermore, it's just the parking with high bazaar because it's gotten the volume of it has gotten so, so uh, it's gotten so popular and, you know, we, we need to find some place that will, you know, properly be able to hold the traffic and have adequate, adequate parking, you know, right. but um, uh, we're, we're trying to negotiate with the landlord uh, to, you know, keep it outdoor at, Treadwell over the summer and then work with him to uh, so we can get the proper permitting on Treadwell because there was some obstacles that the landlord there had to clear and was holding us from being permitted that you know is not mentioned a lot of times and a lot of uh, and and I feel the other thing that people forget when it comes to the zoning and everything with High Bazaar that High Bazaar started as a smaller private event and this is what it's grown into so you know, these are growing pains that, uh, you know, a lot of big venues experience as they're growing with their, with their crowds and stuff. So, you know, we are, you know, we have two aspects to High Bazaar with the, with the, the gifting aspect and then the music and culture and arts and, and, you know, the way we've blended, I feel like it's really, uh, that's a perfect mix of, uh, art and culture and cannabis. Well, I, I think the event itself is a one of a kind, very unique event. Because, you know, you also add education in there. So you do right. a, a little education, too. You bring Raphael in. You bring people from, you know, the sector in to educate the vendors and, and help and, them out. As well as, like you said, becoming, music, arts. And that's and, becoming its own, almost in its own uh, working, moving part itself. The, 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 you know, the Social Equity Resource Center on Wednesday nights, so to speak, that we do along with the meeting. You know, we, right. we've been getting a lot of different uh, resources out, you know, and, and information out to people, showing them how to fill out their their applications. And, and Raph has been a huge part of that. And I, uh, he's going to be expanding on it more as the, as we get closer into the spring. But, uh, yeah, I, I do. Uh, that's one big thing I wanted to make a big component of High Bazaar. Uh, and Cody wanted as well as, you know, you know, Cody always says, like, he doesn't want to, you know, don't just come out here on Wednesday nights. Make sure you're in the emails of your legislators. You know, call your, you know, your local mayor, your 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 reps. Find out, you know, write letters, and that's what 
Wednesday nights are about is to start helping to mobilize people and, you know, give them the, the resources so they don't get crushed by corporate mega lords that are currently running our oligopoly in Connecticut. Right. Now, you know, I know a lot of things are out on social media about exactly what happened over there, but pretty much what, what kind of got you was a zoning issue more than anything else. Yeah. Um, I mean, is that, so you know, I mean, I, you know, um, I've been, there's been communication between me and several different uh, portions of the town. Um, and we've been trying to uh, move this along to um you know, a spot where it's zoned properly. Treadwell actually is zoned properly. There's just an issue with uh, some prior stuff with the landlord that he has to clear up for us to open up the, or pave the way for us to be permitted in there properly. Um, but, you know, there's been little road bumps along the way. You know, right now the town's attorneys, they've been always kind of a thorn in our side. That's never really changed. And, and they, you know, and what really got us here was Keith Mahler. Keith Mahler, this last uh saturday had the police out there to make sure his uh fire you know his fire uh or his doors were clear so we can get his bands in at 10 30 which we would have gladly kept clear but um you know he went with that route and it kind of was like he saw us down on a knee over there but that's fine i mean uh we i decided to cancel at the last minute to as a gesture to the town to show them that we're willing to and then we have a, a meeting tomorrow around 3 p.m. with the administration to go over some site plan stuff for an event that's coming up very soon that hopefully I'll be able to talk about later this week. Now, you had one scheduled for this Saturday, um, and that's, but I think that so that's more the one we're, the cellar, right? Yeah, so that's still going to be at the cellar, and we're looking at the, uh, you know, we're looking at the logistics of uh, a, a slimmed down vendor plan, possibly, but we, we're going to be going back to the town and going over some uh, some logistics and, and see what where they want us to go with this weekend. But we're definitely having the uh, Defy the Odds showcase by, you know, that Jordan, uh, Jordan Edwards uh, showcase of artists. And then he has uh, Karidi and Chris Sear coming, and that's going to be uh, from 12 to 4. I believe, and there'll be, uh, you know, um, you'll see a lot of the, either way, a lot of the community will be out there at the cellar on, on Saturday, definitely from 12 to 4. I think PZ um, is performing there as well. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. and then, you know, I, I would, PZ is going to be there, Chris here, I believe, um, I got to see who else is on that. Let me take a look here. But either way, I, I would please come out and support us that, that uh, you know, show the support for High Bazaar and uh, come out on to the Jordan Showcase, that, uh, the Defy the Odds Showcase, Saturday, 12 to 4. Yeah, I'll make sure that we have somebody down there, too, to cover it. And, uh, you know, it's always a good time. Pete's always been very supportive. Um so what are you looking at for the future of High Bazaar? Are you looking at a new location, uh, something more private, or are you going to try and so make we're looking at work? we have we have so many options right now. It's it's pretty insane. Like a lot of people have reached out to us, so we're like going to be sifting through our options this week and uh, going through some you know checking different places out. You know, talking to the landlord as well. You know, obviously we'd like to keep the outdoor event at uh, Treadwell, and then uh, but we need to. 
more permanently, you know, we need to find an indoor location where we could do maybe two events a week. Right. And it's, it's gotta be something a little bit more like a private, you know, privately owned. So it's, it's not a, uh, you know, you really, you, I mean, so at this point, uh, you know, if, if it's zoned right, uh, I'm under the, I'm under the, uh, you know, I think that will be okay. I think they're going to try to, even if they were talking about at one point, you know, putting us near the public consumption site, you know, trying to, I'm also on the cannabis task force with the town of hand. And so we've been trying to look at how to make zoning regs more fair and equitable. And so this is a big, big, bigger discussion ultimately so but we're right uh, it's, it's definitely the right administration to do with uh mayor garrett's been very open she's very uh you know she's a very progressive minded uh individual and you know but the thing with her is she also wants us to she's always been an individual that makes sure you put all the work in like so she's like the opposite no hype all work so if you've got all the work right. done and you show that you've got the you know, because ultimately we want to have a safe event here and we want to guarantee a safe event going forward because it's, this is obviously not going away. So those are all things I need to look at for long term as well. I mean, it's uh, it, but it's definitely not going away. The brand is 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 uh, I think uh, I mean, the, the thing is a, a living, breathing thing now. So, you know, High Bazaar is, uh, right. I, you know, it's created a, a lot of different brands have already come out of it and, and you know, I think you're going to see a lot of success come out of those out of those initial, even the first year of it. You're going to see some of these brands really blow up. No, I agree. And I think that's what people overlook, you know, especially lawmakers and things like that, is that this is an incubator for future brands to build the, the cannabis industry more than just, more than anything else. And, you know, right. to allow artists to express their work and get new music out there. Um but I did want to bring up legislation a little bit. Um, Vin Candelora came out and spoke out against, you know, what was going on down uh, down there. Do you right. think that they're going to introduce legislation to try and change the gifting law? Uh, I mean, I, I know I, that's I been talked about. We're going to be watching it closely. And if they do, we're going to try to, I mean, we'll shut, we're going to, everything our power to shut that down it would be ridiculous to put uh you know more obstacles you know on on the on the cannabis user so i don't want to i don't want to say that i don't that ben's trying to start the war on drugs 2.0 but i mean he's up there and he does have run a uh baseball field where they serve alcohol to you know people while they're playing sports i think he understands what recreational use and responsible use is all about Right, 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 right. He may just be posturing. I don't know, but we'll just right, have yeah, to see. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say he's posturing. I mean, I, I wouldn't. You know, Vin's definitely. A, you know, I, I respect him a lot. He does. You know, he puts his work in. So he's. You know, I think he's definitely. He's been on that. He's been after us and been our number one big baddie, so to speak, since the beginning. So he's not. Doesn't. This is just. You know, this is his. He's sticking to the script. Yeah. Right. That's what I mean. He's sticking to the script. Exactly. 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 Right. And uh, so, yeah, we'll just have to see. And I think that's what's important. So, uh, you know, is to to get involved. Write uh, an email to your legislature. Uh, The legislature there is Josh Elliott. I'm correct. In Hamden. 
Yep, Josh Elliott, and then uh, also Robin Porter. Uh, if you're if you're from the other end of town, um, and then you know, furthermore, you know, just keep, you know, stay on the DCP. Write them letters. You know, do you know when they have social equity council meetings or anything? Just get as much input as possible. You know, and and uh, you know, uh, the more feedback they get, you know, the good thing is a lot of people who wouldn't be able to have access to medicine the right and proper access because there's a ton of it going on right now. I, you know, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, let's not let them take something away that the, that's made for the community. Right. And, you know, it's just like anything else. It has to grow and evolve and, you know, work around, you know, whatever needs to be worked around. And I think eventually the High Bazaar will become its own thing and um, be able to exist within the framework of whatever, uh, you know, adult use means here in Connecticut. And I think that's ultimately what you're looking for, right? You're not, you know, you're just looking to coexist, right? Right, right, right. Outside of the DCP, you know, we'll, we'll it's a community, a gifting community, and furthermore, we're, we're getting resources throughout the community where they need to be. It'll put more boots on the ground with, you know, community outreach, and it's a very natural, you know, thing to have cannabis and care around the cannabis. Very, very cool. Now, Isaiah, I see you're on. Uh, Uncle Lou had to go to a meeting. Did you have any questions for Joe or anything? So one thing I wanted to say is I just want to say thank you, Joe, because, you know, in the in last September, I went to my first event with Joe Lachance, and I met you there, and, you know, your event really helped me grow and really use my information and education that I knew like it, it gave me an outlet so I us and a lot of other vendors would like to say thank you very much to you and Cody and everyone for uh for giving us a space to grow because it's it's really helped me a lot so I really course, appreciate yeah, you guys that's, that's that's what it was that's you know the the purpose of the bazaar is to give everyone a, you know a nice platform uh you know, that they could use to springboard off of it. Yeah, like, further I was a fry like, so. Yeah, yeah, and I know I, <laughs> a lot of people have taken that opportunity, and I'm glad because that was the whole point of it was to, to give everybody that springboard. Some people still don't realize, even realize that as they're hating on me now. You know, I have a lot of hate um, messaging and stuff coming through because of the way I, the open nature and, and how I've, just me and Cody have decided to, to run the bazaar, but that's all for a reason. That's, you know, we're trying to, to, you know, change things here. We're not just trying to run some illegal underground session. Right. Yeah. I did get some emails from a couple of vendors who expressed a little concern, but, um, I mean, we're coming back for the most, them. <laughs> yeah, that we're coming back. Okay. And yes. that we're the most in-demand show on the road out here. So there's going to be plenty of shows to, to you know, take care of, of any kind of uh, discrepancies from this past month. We, we're going to make sure we honor those and, and move forward. You know, we we, uh, we didn't break any anything in any of our vendor contracts. We we just want to make sure that we, we are able to move forward and, and take care of everyone. And that's what we're going to do. We, we have no intentions of not continuing high bizarre. We're actually uh, looking how we're going to be kind of branding off of it, make, you know, having more 
components of it. So just be prepared. That's what I need my vendors right. to just keep upping their their brand and, and, and uh, improving upon themselves every week. So when we come back as the, you know, as the new uh, improved high bazaar, be ready. Right. And, and, you know, a lot that could mean making it into smaller events. That could mean moving locations. That could mean a lot of things. So people just got to be ready. You know, some secretive, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know, that's, that's the other thing. We could go the secret underground route as well. So who knows? Or right. members that's only. Least. Now, a members only club would work where you're all, everything okay. is paid in advance. Yeah. Or not. Me and you've been talking about, we've been talking about that for years, Joe. Yeah, we should have a conversation offline. I do have some ideas for you on how to limit your liabilities there. So, yeah, we should have a conversation offline. I, after I saw what happened to you guys, I did some brainstorming. So, yeah, we should definitely have a Now, you mentioned your social media earlier getting shut off and things like that. I also have been getting some messages. How do people now stay abreast of what's happening with high bazaar on like say instagram uh, Facebook. High bazaar, you know? there's high there's the main page which is high bazaar.ct okay and then there's the uh content creator slash uh not high bazaar page called high bazaar backup which is me high bazaar backup page okay yeah. So those are the new socials, and and CT Canna Warriors is pretty much where you express it out on uh, Facebook, correct? Right, right. Or exactly, and that New England crap, yeah. But they, you know, the that's uh, for now. Um, so the the town attorneys they don't want uh, New England Craft Cannabis Alliance posting any high bizarre content until or actually the court now says we can't post any high bizarre content until we finish our court hearing which is this wednesday so we'll see what happens with all that all right and you'll give us an update on on your social media so people know yeah and then um definitely uh, this saturday is on Yep, saturday's on 12 to 4 for the music and entertainment at the cellar on treadwell that's uh, 295 Treadwell Street, and that's in the base. That's in the, you walk through the stairs and go down, and uh, we'll have the music down there, Jordan's uh, showcase, which will be an awesome day. There's about seven and the meeting, that day. And then uh, this and the meeting Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday gonna, night. Yeah, this Wednesday we have the Bizarre Vendors Association meeting from uh, 7 p.m. to whenever that's over, usually around 9 but if anyone okay, looking for, cool. and you if know, somebody wants to, what's that? If somebody wants to be a vendor or get involved, what's the best way to reach out to you? Coming out on Wednesday nights, seven. Get part of Wednesday nights at seven. Yeah, and joining the community that way, and then we'll, uh, you know, we'll get you acclimated and, and involved that through there. So, Joe, I know you guys, and I know you're not going to give up the fight. I know you will take adversity and turn it into something positive and into something better. You know, and, right. and I just want you to know that we here at the radio show and Greenhaven Medium support you any way you can. We want to thank you for sending over a goodie bag this uh, 
Saturday to our uh, class, and we're going to be doing more of them. So I'm looking forward to working with you. So we're rooting for you. Well, and, thank you, know, you, Joe. We appreciate you. Fighting yeah, the power been... is nothing new to you, brother. So I know you got no, what it takes. No. Uh, no, I I, I, you were born I to fight the power, brother. I live for this. <laughs> I know you do. And so do you. So do you. I know. I'll be back there soon to say hello. But let's definitely have a conversation offline. I got to step away from from here. But thank you, guys. Thank you, Lou. Appreciate everything. I appreciate you, Joe. Thank you, Isaiah. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Joe. Joe, thank you for always coming on and keeping us abreast of uh, what what you guys got going on. Thank you for your support. All right, Joe. Isaiah, hang for one minute. All right, Harry, we're ready to roll. If you're looking for us, follow us on Facebook at Greenhaven Media and Cannabis Corner Radio. Instagram is at Greenhaven Media. You can get our YouTube page, Greenhaven Media. You can also find all of our podcasts and all of our all of the other people we have working with us. To be blunt with PZ, the Grant Smith Ellis uh, Cannabis Policy Report, and Still Token all on the Greenhaven Media page, and, and that's all available now. If you want to get a hold of Uncle Lou, that's WEPA Farms. And Isaiah, you got any final things to say? You know, Joe, once again, big thank you to you, Joe. I don't, you know, you get kudos, but more kudos from me because, you know, big thank you to you, man. You know, now that we have Raymond on the show, really full circle, you've, you know, You've given me the gift of bringing me into this world, so thanks. But if anyone wants to reach us, they reach us at Greenhaven Media, and uh, I'm always in the DM. So if you know what about an event or you want to become part of an event or you need help putting an event together, just reach out to us. We're always open. Send your events right over to Isaiah, right? He will put them on the calendar, make sure they're promoted. We will make sure they're promoted. And, uh, we, yeah, we also want to thank the cannabis community for coming together and, you know, supporting us. You know, we got a lot of support from a lot of the people, and we want to continue it. Harry, we're ready to hit the music whenever you are. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I got high. Because I got high, because I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Uh, I could have cheated and I could have passed, but I got high. Uh, uh. I'm taking it next semester and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. Go to the next, go to the next, go to the next. I was gonna go to court before I got high. I was gonna pay my child support, but then I got high. No, you wasn't. They took my whole paycheck, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, hey, cause I got high. Because I got high. 
Because I got high. La 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 da da da. I wasn't gonna run from the cops, but I was high. Uh, I'm serious, man. I was gonna pull right over and stop, but I was high. Uh, la 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 da. Now I'm a paraplegic, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah. Because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La la la. 